You're listening to Life Without Limits with Tom and Bunny. If you're under 18, this podcast is not for you. These are our opinions and what works for us well in the lifestyle community. You can see all of our videos and listen to all of our other podcasts at TomAndBunny.com. All of our podcasts and videos are brought to you from Tom's Trips, the leader in adult travel. If you want to travel with us, check out Tom'sTrips.com or call 800-285-0853 today. Now, enjoy the podcast. Enjoy. All right, so today on this podcast, we're going to talk about etiquette. Yes. Just general. Just general, general etiquette. etiquette. Going yes. to a club, going to a hotel party, or just in general life. Right. Because we've done them on our videos, but I don't think we've ever done one on a podcast. I don't think we've done one on a podcast. No. And, you know, and things things always change. There might be something that, I, that we see this weekend, or you're like, really, right? people? So, yeah, there's always new and different things that that you experience that you might want to bring in the open yeah so um and we'll just we'll try to make it obviously possible or possible uh positive right but being it's we're talking about etiquette it's probably going to sound negative but (laughs) we're only going to talk about what we see yes so and i'm going to talk about like the most recent Mm -hmm. and it just drove me up a wall right so here we are walking. We're talking to another couple, and we're heading into the ballroom, um, from the main doors to the party upstairs. Mm-hmm. And so I always open the door for the ladies. Correct. I always. Bunny doesn't know how to do- open a door if it if her arm was broken. We have done this one on video. We have done it on but, video. But this is a, a different situation. Yes. So this is a different situation. So, I always open the door for Bunny regardless. And if we're with another couple, I always open it for that couple. Correct. And and typically what happens is if there's two sets of doors, I'll open the first one and the guy will typically open the second one for the ladies to walk through. Correct. So, the ladies don't even touch a door. Right. But what I experienced this weekend just blew me away. There were like eight couples following us. And now, if a couple in front of us open the door and they all walk through, I would grab the door for my group to walk through. Right. And then whoever is in a group that we're not in should grab the door for their group. Yes. Not one couple did that. We I literally Bunny, the other couple walked through the doors and then all eight couples walked past me. Yep. Now one of two things will happen. We happened to realize what was going on and stopped and waited for you. So now we have to get out of the way and wait. And this couple passes by everyone. Right. Or all eight couples pass by everyone else. Or you don't see what's going on behind you and we're already 100 feet ahead of you. And now, now you gotta i got to push up. my way through and of course eight couples are going to block the whole damn hallway. Yeah. And you got to say, excuse me. It's like the the guy who opened the door and not one couple thanked me. Maybe you should have held your hand out as a tip. I usually do that. You would have thought like you were a doorman. I usually do that. And I usually will say, you're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome, because I wasn't actually opening the door for them. Right. But if you're at an event, please note that it's disrespectful to 
unless the person opening the door waves you through. If he doesn't wave you through, he's letting his group through the door. You know what you should do next time? You should just look at everybody and go, it's okay, I'm just watching all your asses. Well, sometimes (laughs) that's not a bad thing. (laughs) But legitimately, that's probably my biggest gripe because I do hold the door open and I don't say anything to anybody. Right. Uh, I'm a very polite person. I'm Mm -hmm. a very hospitable person, Mm -hmm. I think. So that is my number one gripe is if you're in a group following us, are anybody and you see someone holding the door and you're the dude and the first dude in that group grab the door and tell the guy go ahead and go i got this can you tell tom was grown up with manners i was grown up with major manners (laughs) thank you you're welcome (laughs) okay so what is your etiquette that my number one that you see Pet peeve in etiquette. And it actually will play into another one. So maybe I just should discuss that one last. Um, I discuss my big one first. My big one would be when you go to clothing optional parties. And obviously you're going to have people that choose to wear a bathing suit. And people that choose to be nude. The people that choose to be... A lot of times the people that choose to be in their bathing suits kind of give a snubby nose to the people that decide to be naked. I've seen that. And it, and it, we all paid the same amount of money to be there. We're all wanting to have a good time, so don't snub your nose at somebody, whether they're dressed or they're not dressed. Right, but I, I've noticed that sometimes it's uh, um, more younger physically fit prettier yeah. people right right a lot of them are like, they don't they don't want to see mom and dad bodies out there naked no and there's a lot of mom and dad there's bodies. more mom and dad bodies out there than the physically fit yes overall at any of it right. even the events that swear they're fit nothing but young physically fit pretty people a majority of those people are mom and dads yes and bodies and like bodies. like ours yeah yeah <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But but that's probably my biggest one. Um, and I've actually heard people say, oh, you can see my boobs, but you can't see my vagina. Okay. And with that attitude, I don't want to anyways. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand that. Mm-mm. And I am the first one to say that once your clothes are off, no one even looks at you anyways. Right. Actually, I think you have better conversations right. when your clothes are off. Mm-hmm. Because you're not actually judging. Mm-hmm. We have more fun and meet more people when we're naked hanging in the pool. At, on the nude side. On the nude side, yes. So, so yeah. So, if you're at a clothing optional event and you've never been naked, why don't you try it? You never know. You, you might like it. Right? I mean, a lot of people want to go there to watch the naked people. <laughs> that happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but being a voyeur and a participant are m- way too different they spectrums. Are. They are. Much more fun being a participant than a spectator. And, and you, you got that right. You got that right. You know, we've, um, we've been to numerous, numerous events. Like, um, oh, shit. Gone. 
Okay. Well, nude optional or just plain nude. I think I know where you're going with it. You, you're probably talking about like the cruises, the seven-day cruises. Yes. They start off, and it's clothing optional. Mm-hmm. And first day, everyone wears their bathing suits. Everyone. No one wants to be the first. No. And then the alcohol sets in. Yeah, and then you'll lose couple, your top. A couple tops come off. Mm-hmm. And then more tops, and then more. Then you get the guy that just doesn't care and pulls down his pants or yeah. shorts. And then more and more. And by the sixth day, pretty much everyone's completely naked. And you got one day, half of a day left. Right. Now, and now that everybody's comfortable and they're having a good time because they realize it's not so bad after all. But they all regret waiting so long to get naked. Yeah. That's, they do. That, they that's do. what we hear. And then I hear a lot of complaints. But I paid $150 for my bathing suit. I want everybody to see it. No one cares. <laughs> no one they would cares. actually rather see it on the ground or right. on your Chase Lounge than yes. on you. Yes. I mean, it looks cute and all, but they, they, they're they there to see you naked like you're there to see them naked. <laughs> right. But, you know, like I said, though, before, once everybody's naked, everybody looks the same. Right. Everybody's the same. Everybody's on the same level. Okay, so uh, here's another etiquette. Wait your turn. When you're at a bar, <laughs> how many times have you been at a, any bar? It doesn't matter what bar, but just let's just say any swing club. Okay. And it just literally happened to us um, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You're at the bar. You're standing in line. You're waiting. And you always get that one person. And there's little tricks that we all know what you're doing where you go up and you have a conversation with the person that's next in line. And then when they go up front, you follow them in your conversation. You don't think the 10 people behind them are just ready to just tear you apart. (laughs) I have already caught on to what you're doing. Right. And then when the bartender comes up, you put your drink up with with their drink to get a refill. Yep. Have common courtesy. Yes. The The line at the bar is really not the place to go up and meet people because people want to get through the line, get their drink, and go, go meet their friends or go meet new people. Right. You know, and a lot of that, too, I, I know it. I see it because I bartended for so many years. And if the bartender looks at me and I know I legitimately was not next in line... I will say, oh, no, he, he was first. Yes, if you are not next in line and someone was actually in front of you, and there just happened to be a little bit to the side and the bartender is very focused on serving directly in front of them, be nice. Just say, no, they were here first. Mm-hmm. You know what? That little karma goes a lot of way. And especially, I mean, in any in any life experience that, or anything, any life event that you're at that just common courtesy but especially when you're at a lifestyle event everybody's got somebody sitting at their table or they want to go meet somebody so they don't want to sit there and wait for the guy that just cut in front of us to order 10 drinks for all of his friends because he got in line first right so so yeah if you're gonna get a drink let the bartenders do their job Mm-hmm. Don't have a conversation and then they get the people that will, st- once they get their drink, they will continue to have their conversation. Oh, hell yeah. Remember, I used to bartend with a... A paddle or a crop, a riding crop. <coughs> so she can reach across the bar. And smack you. And smack you and say, move. move. <laughs> you I, don't see the 30 other used, people behind you? I tell them all the time. It depends on how hard you got hit is how well you either 
how much you pissed me off or how well I knew you. Yeah, but people are just oblivious. <laughs> they are. And you get you get two or three drinks into somebody and they're... How do you become that oblivious to the needs of other people? They don't. They're, they've had a little too much to drink and they're wanting to have a good time and party. And they, <laughs> they want to have a good time and party and they're not thinking about that they have 30 people behind them oh. that want to have that same type of party. So obviously you guys can tell that we live normal lives. <laughs> so we have a phone call and it's, hello, your car warranty has expired. <laughs> Sorry, we're waiting for a phone call. <laughs> That's funny. I have a million mile warranty on my car. I better not be ready for it to expire. But I really, really, really despise when people are that oblivious to other people. It's disrespectful. Yeah. And I... I just don't want to even associate with those people because I don't want to have that bad karma rubbing off on me. Exactly. Because as we always say, you're known for who you do. You're known for who you hang out with. Mm -hmm. So hang out with positive people and be re be mindful, be respectful that there are other people waiting in line, especially if you're in line. Mm -hmm. um, and just get your thing, get your stuff, get out of the way as quickly as possible. Bartender makes more tips. You, everyone gets drunker, and you get more chance to get laid. Right. Right. <laughs> now, and it's funny that Tom says it, and it, it kind of goes in line too. If you're waiting in line at the bathroom, <laughs> um, being that we travel a lot, I see a lot of bathrooms because <laughs> I can only go about a hundred miles before we have to stop. And Tom cracked up at me the other day because I he came into the bath into the. Uh, convenience store looking for me because I was in the forever long line at the bathroom. Right. Yes. And I'm standing in line and these two girls just walk right up to the door. I'm like, excuse me, the line is back here. I mean, there's like five people in this line. <laughs> Tom kind of chuckled and he goes, he goes, um, she can be a little rude when she has to pee. And the girls are like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't they were oblivious. They were oblivious. They're like, I'm so sorry we didn't even see there was a line. I'm like, what? what do you mean? We're blocking the whole hallway. You almost have to push past us to get to the door. But they, were too, they were just talking and having on a conversation. So they didn't see it. But, I mean, it, that one was legitimately an accident. But I've seen people just walk right in front. Oh, yeah. Because... The, what they've learned is most people won't say most something. Most people won't say anything. And they've just gotten in that habit. So it, you know, and, and uh, yeah, it can go along the lines of bullying. Yeah. Right. I can get away with it. I am who I am. No. no. <laughs> Bunny no. won't let you. No. No. <laughs> so, um, playroom etiquette. Playroom etiquette. That could be a whole different one on itself. But, it could be a whole different one. But you one. know, the playroom etiquette pretty much is don't go into the playrooms and discuss your family stuff. Don't just, don't have a conversation in there that doesn't involve sex. No. Don't go back there and laugh and yell and it, be and, obnoxious. And play around. Go right. Back, keep it. It's just supposed to be a sexy area back there. Correct. And there are clubs that require you to be. Naked or in a towel or lingerie. Right. And you know what? We... I love those clubs. I was going to say, the club that we ran, you didn't have to be. You didn't have to be. And we had so many complaints. We did have so many complaints, but because that we ran a club for a living, we didn't get to see a lot of clubs. Right. Now that we travel and we get to see a lot of clubs and we see the ones that 
are requiring you to be in a towel or lingerie. They work so much better. They do. Uh, I no complaints. It's a sexy vibe. Mm-hmm. You don't have a eighty percent of the people walking around in their tennis shoes, jeans, t-shirts, looking at you well, it's and almost, staring at you. <laughs> it's how can I say it? It's almost as if you've got your street clothes on and you're back there. You're you're not in that moment yet. Yeah, you're not locked, cocked, you're, ready to rock. Right, right. So, so to it would be completely natural to stop and have a conversation about what your kids are doing in soccer camp tomorrow. Right. Then it would be to if you were standing there in a towel. Correct. Um, your mind's your mind's not going to relate. My about talking about my kids when I'm standing here naked, right? Or if you have your clothes on, they are. And what does that do? That totally ruins the moment and the vibe for somebody else that's in the in the room trying to in play, the air shot, trying to get sexy, right? So when you're in a playroom, try to keep the conversations straight to sex, the people directly, um, what you're going to do to them, what you want done to you, so similar to that type of notion. Keep the family, the job, at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, any negative car broke down or... Well, and just keep your voices down. Yeah, keep your voices Library down. Library voices. No, <laughs> unless they're moaning. Right, If you're right. moaning, let it out. But, people, that but will actually get other people yeah, off. There's too many clubs that we've been into where we hear just laughing and giggling as if somebody were at a comedy club. I shushed people one time. You did shush people. I mean, come on. You want to talk about your family? Are you What what they made people feel like was they made people feel like they were um, having a production for their enjoyment. Right, right. They weren't doing anything. They just, but they were, they had to dress down, but they were there just to watch. Yeah. And be entertained by people who were having sex. Right. And finally I turned around and I shushed them. You did? And they got pissed. They did get pissed. And I didn't care. We immediately did a ethics video. Uh, But guess what? (laughs) All the people that were there, that were there wanting to play, they didn't applaud you, but they were happy that you They they came up to me and told me. Yeah. Glad someone did because their security standing there didn't, Mm-mm. and that was that was probably more annoying to me is when they have a security standing there, and they don't control the situation. Right. The 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 customer should never have to control the situation. Now, um, my biggest my biggest pet peeve when it comes to the back, and this will kind of lead into another another podcast that we're going to do just directly on this is. Is so many people, if they have a bad experience in the back, and I'm not talking like just a bad experience. My biggest pet peeve is if somebody is, a couple's trying to play with another couple or a single male, and for some reason the guy can't get an erection or he can't keep it up, they want to come out and just tell everybody. Yeah, like it's like... Like it's everybody's not like nobody should take that couple downstairs ever, right? Because he couldn't get it up with that couple, right? It's like they want everybody to know that 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 guy couldn't get it up, and I'm like, I every time I want to, but maybe you know, we're we're not psychologists or psychiatrists, but maybe that couple thinks by telling everybody, maybe they're protecting themselves because he couldn't get it up with her, 
that if they went down with another couple and that couple came up going, oh my God, he rocked my world. I mean, think about it. No, I, 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 know, I know, I understand that, but there could be No, any. I'm not condoning it. There I am not condoning it. Any, any amount of reasons. We, we used to run a club, so we were there all the time and we would hear it all the time. We had a rule that if our staff ever said it, Working or not, they were still always representing the club, and we would, if we ever heard it, we would tell them if we ever heard it again, they could not work at the club. Right, and a lot of couples, a lot of couples, they think, oh my God, my wife always has an issue. There's, she can never find a guy that can keep it up. She always has an issue. Um, she must be intimidating. She must be doing that. Well, also, stop she could thinking. be intimidating. She could be intimidating, but, but that also, also goes with erectile dysfunction, stress, stage fright, um, fear. Right, but it also goes on. What time do those people start heading down to the playrooms to play? Are they heading down there at two a.m. when everybody's already been drinking all right. night long? Exactly. So, but mostly what we're talking about is um, etiquette. Is understand that the guy could have issues. Mm-hmm. And be a little more forgiving. Right. No one has to know he couldn't give it, get it up for you. Stroke his ego. Why don't you turn it around and do the nice thing and just say, hey, we had a great time with that couple. Because mm-hmm. did he not do other things to you that felt great? Correct. And me and Bunny have our thing. We go down. We never separate room play. Because if I'm struggling with the girl, it could very well be the girl that is the issue. Mm-hmm. Because you've had that. I've had that. It could be me that's having the issue. It could be I've had too much to drink, little um, fear, stage fright, um, subconscious, just overthinking Something, things. Something's on your mind. Yeah, I- any distraction. And But I never have an issue with Bunny, ever. Well, I, uh, I know all your triggers. She knows all my buttons to push, and I'm very comfortable with Bunny. So we never, ever separate room play for that very, very reason is she can look over and if she sees me struggling, she will actually either pull the guy with her over closer to me to kind of push the buttons or if she sees it's really not going to happen with me and the other girl, I've seen her actually stop play with the guy and tell the guy, hey, you need to work on your wife. I'll go work on Tom. Right, right. And that way everyone leaves satisfied. Mm -hmm. It's not a negative thing. It's just shit happens. Shit does happen. And like I said, my biggest one is people don't know what's happening in somebody's life. They don't know if they have physical issues. They don't know what's going on. So why talk smack about them? I mean, how ba- how bad would somebody feel if... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a rant on this one. How bad would somebody feel if they started talking smack about this guy... Blah, 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 blah. He couldn't get it up. And then somebody turned around and said, well, you know he's recovering from, like, some type of an injury. Then they would feel like shit. Right. Oh, my God. But, you know, you never know what's going on in somebody's life. You never know physically, mentally, or anything. And, you know, post-traumatic stress, everything Anything can lead into erectile dysfunction. Correct. But you know what? On the flip side, I have never heard a guy, and us women have issues too, I have never heard a guy come out of the playroom and say, God, that girl couldn't get wet for nothing. (laughs) 
<laughs> right? Am I, is, am never, I true? Never. Never. Because guys don't really disrespect women Mm-mm. like that. Right. Uh, I've heard guys come out and say, she smelled. Yeah. And that's kind of rude. That is very rude. Um, so because not everybody is the same. Right. Um, it, it could be any number of things. Mm-hmm. And they might not even been... Because they, they always come out and say, she should have known. Well, mm-hmm. maybe not. Maybe that's her natural odor. There are times where you know... What, they shouldn't be playing. That they shouldn't be playing. Right. There are times. Like a bacterial infection. Yes. That's, if that's you know common. you're on any type of medication for yeast or bacterial infection, you shouldn't be playing. No. I mean, common sense. Mm-hmm. So. And typically we see that a lot in the couples that are new. New. That are new that have only been with each other and been monogamous for all those years. And they right. don't. No, because a lot of times on the on a bacterial infection, you have no other symptoms besides the odor. Yeah. So you don't. A lot of people truly don't know, which is kind of crazy, but right. they don't. Now I said it in our video, but I'll say it here. One of my biggest annoyances is when there's a shower available. <laughs> And you see a guy washing his dick off in the sink that you're getting ready to use. I've seen women wash their vaginas in the sink, too. When there's a shower five feet away. Right. And most all of your clubs now have showers in them. Yeah. But, I mean, I... They all have towels. They could take a towel and half-wet it and wipe it off. But putting your junk literally Literally in the the sink sink. and everything, (laughs) it's really not appealing. (laughs) I know water washes off and everything, but still, it's just not a good no. look. And it's not a good look for guys in general. No. It kind of makes you all look like... Heathens. Yes. <laughs> Cavemen. Cavemen. <laughs> so, guys, girls, if there's a shower, you don't have to take a full shower, but you could just step in there, wash off your junk. There's usually towels to dry off with. You get dressed. You'll get actually cleaner. Right. And that would actually go right into the etiquette that if you're going to turn around and play with another couple, go take a shower. Take a shower before, especially if you've been sweating all night. Well, that, I don't want you coming at me with a dirty penis. No, no, but even in the, before the play, well, like if you're up there dancing yeah, all night yeah. or if, yeah, it, you're, you know you're sweating. Mm-hmm. Some people don't mind, and but we have actually had... That type of sex, and we've lived with it, not thinking, and then we've had freshly showered sex, <laughs> and that is it's so, much, so better. much better. I so mean, much better. way better. But also, too, like I said, especially for a male, for a female, um, like I said, if you there's so many couples that will just go from couple to couple to couple. Yes. But like we've discussed before with me, I'm so sensitive. That even you wearing a condom, you still bumped your pelvic against the other right. woman yep. who, who she's been obviously, hopefully wet <laughs> or some type of lube, right. and now you're going to bump my pelvic, and I'm going to have an issue. Bump vaginas. We're going to bump pelvics. But you're you're still going. I'm still going to get that girl's bodily fluids. Right. Well, we had that orgy one time, and our only rule was if you penetrated another girl, 
you we had a bunch of washcloths in the bathroom. Go wet a washcloth and wash up your junk, be- and then rejoin the orgy. Mm-hmm. That was our only rule yep. because I didn't want you going down on some guy when he just pulled his junk out of another girl, or him putting his junk into you, right, right, from another girl. So. <laughs> I, it was just more of a cleanliness. Now, we do know of, we have been to a club, and they do have a shower, but they only have one small shower. And so they do, they supply washcloths, stacks and stacks of washcloths. And it's awesome. Yes. And keep in mind, and here's here's another one that a lot of people don't think, and it's going to be the more disgusting. If you go number two... At a club, use a shower. Yes. Because toilet paper only smears it. You might wipe <laughs> it and it might come off clean, but it's still, the odor and the contents are still down there. Right. So definitely take a shower or go home <laughs> because it still smells. <laughs> I'm just saying from... you got to understand, a deaf man, he... I have he a heightened up, sense of smell. Yeah, so he picks... When somebody has typical issues with their senses or anything else, they, they heighten up a different one. And his is his scent. And, you know, it, and it's guys and girls. It is. I mean, anybody. when I have done... Like, when a girl goes doggy style, I immediately know. Right. And it's... It, it, that makes me lose an erection. Mm-hmm. That literally, because now all I'm thinking about is avoiding that area. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard at doggy style. Yeah. Yep. So definitely take a shower. I mean, it's, I, I mean, it's, you would think it's common sense, but it's really not with a lot of people. No. They think they wipe and it's done, but it's really common courtesy to wash. Yes. 100%. So... So I think that about covers this episode. We try to keep them at a half an hour. Now that we've ruined your breakfast if you're on your way to work. Hey, we saved the best for last. No one ever (laughs) listens this long. If you listen this long, shoot us a message on TomAndBunny.com. We would love to know that you heard this podcast all the way to the end. Right, right. So, so yeah, with that one, if um, definitely... Enjoy your breakfast. <laughs> Enjoy your workout. Toss your salad. <laughs> Go take a shower. <laughs> All right. Until next podcast, our next podcast, I think we are going to more discuss erectile dysfunction. Yes. I think the whole podcast is going to be... But we got to kind of outline that one a little bit because you jump way too fast. Okay. So we're going to do this next several podcasts. Yes. On erectile dysfunction. Yes. Okay. So until next time, have a great day. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And don't forget, book your next vacation with Tom's Trips, the leader in adult travel. You can book online at tomstrips.com or call 1-800-285-0853. And for all of our other videos and other podcasts, please visit our website, tomandbunny.com. Also on Facebook, check out Swing with Tom and Bunny. Have a great day.